Hello, Mama. I don't know if you have been to Target lately, but I went there today and uh, it's fall. Did you know? Did you know it is officially fall? I think once we hit that August, uh, August 1, it is then officially time for pumpkin spice lattes. Not sweaters if you live where I live in Southern California, but pumpkin decor and plaid and all of the things, which honestly I am not sad about. Uh, The only thing I'm sad about is there's no fall breeze happening over here. It's like in the 90s sometimes more, but I'm so grateful for where I live. But you know, the weather often doesn't quite mix with the quote unquote season that we are in. But I here we are. It's fall. And that's happening. And so today I'm going to share a little bit of a different episode, not uh, my normal like realm of expertise, but a topic I love to talk about and I have learned much from others about. So I hope to instill some um, excitement, some uh, hope, some practical tools for you in this realm. And what we're talking about is back to school. How do we get organized? How do we get in the right mindset? How do we start uh, on a good foot? How do, what do we do to prepare now? So in a couple of weeks when our kids go back, I know maybe some of your kids are already back, but for some of us, when our kids go back, we are already starting in the right place. We're not starting behind. We're not scrambling to make things happen. And maybe some of you rock at this and I would love all of your tips. I know I do not have all of them, but I'm going to share with you what I do have today and I am really excited about it. I think part of it's just the idea of fall. I love change. I do love the fall season. It means the holidays are coming for us personally. It means uh, our new house is coming. It means our baby's coming. There is lots happening. So I am celebrating fall over here. But I would, I'm excited to share this with you. And really, you know, some of this is stuff that I have just figured out myself. Some of this is stuff I've learned from, you know, just along the way, different, different podcasts and books and people. And, but the biggest source of my information on kind of home organization, time management, all of that stuff, if you haven't heard me talk about her, it's from Chelsea Joe. She has a Systemize Your Life podcast that I'm just obsessed with. I um, have been through her Systemize Your Life Academy and it changed my life. It is so so good. It starts, there's three tiers. It starts with, um, she just changed it. So I'm trying to remember her new tiers, uh, systemize your productivity. So it's all about like time blocking and just getting your schedule so tight and, but not like too tight, like still flexible, but you're not wasting time. You don't know, uh, you're not like, what should I be doing right now? And I'm taking 15 minutes to figure that out. Like, you know, exactly where you need to be you know, exactly what you need to be doing. So good. And then after that, it goes to systemize your home. We all love that. I mean, okay, maybe not everyone. I love that. I love figuring out systems in my home and organization. I think, I don't know, it's it's how my brain works, but honestly, I, I kind of struggle with it. Like, <laughs> I don't always keep up with that the best. If you've heard me talk about, you know, my area of weakness, it's my home. Um, but Chelsea Joe has helped me so much to come forward through that. And, you know, some of my, like my current season has kind of, I've kind of fallen off the wagon because, oh man, my hips are hurting. This baby is uh, number three, just, just big, just popping out and uh, it's painful, but it's fine. So all that to say, keeping up with the house has been more of a challenge, but I know all of the tools that I need to get back on track. And I know exactly how to get back on track. And I have the tools available to me all the time to get back on track because you have lifetime access to the academy. So I'm, I'm 
tootin' the horn of the Acad- her academy. I have my own academy. We're not talking about that now. We're talking about the Systemize Your Life Academy. And I'm, I'm tooting it because I love it. It really helped me so much. And I think for so many of you moms, uh, you know, there's, there's I think, two like a- major aspects going on if you're feeling overwhelmed and feel like you're stuck in chaos and, and you can't breathe. Often, you know, it's like the mental health side, the spiritual side, like we talk about here and how to get our mindsets right and, and our lives uh, surrendered to God and have God as the foundation. So that's, that's one side of things. But I think another side is a lot more practical and tangible in that our homes get so chaotic and our lives get so chaotic and it's so hard to keep up. And I know I was just talking and actually in the Morning Mama Academy this week, I was talking to them about how my mood is directly correlated to, to where my house is at, to how it's looking this week, how it's looking today. Um, and I, I've noticed such a big difference in that. And so if you are feeling that overwhelm and that that chaos, then maybe the Systemize Your Life Academy is the right next step for you. You know, we just started the Morning Mama Academy, so you miss the bus on that until the next round. But, you know, you can keep listening to the podcast here. It's going to be great. But maybe if you are ready for an action step, maybe this is for you. So I do have a $200 off coupon to the Academy. Oh, the third tier, by the way, is Systemize Your Communications. This is all about how to make sure your communication with your family is good, like chore charts, uh, stuff with uh, your marriage. And I can't remember all that's in there, but just there's just so much good stuff, guys. Like if you, if any of this just resonates with you, just go check it out because it is so worth it. So if you use the code MORNINGMAMA, you're going to get $200 off. I, I, and then, and I wouldn't talk about something that I didn't love myself because I, that's just who I am. And so I uh, love this stuff. I've used it. It's amazing. So all that to say, we're talking about home organization. If you want to take it a step farther, that is your next step. But for me today, I am excited to share with you what, what we're going to do in our house and how we're getting ready for the fall and preparing for this new adventure of going back to school and I'm so excited. So let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, I'm so fired up to be talking about this today. I don't know what it is. I think, like I said, it's just all the excitement about fall, and I love, love, love change and organization around that change. So here we are. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Uh, And hey, I forgot to mention, you know, to go and find the Systemize Your Life Academy, you can go to chelseajo.co, so that's C-H-E-L-S-I-J-O dot C-O. Uh, ChelseaJoe.co, or if you just type in, you know, your 
your search bar, systemize your life Academy. It's going to pop right up. You'll find it. So you can go check it out there. Also, if you want to know a little bit more about Chelsea Joe um, and what she does inside of the Academy, I have an episode all about one of her systems. This is just one of so many, but it's an amazing system that I, I love. Uh, it's called your fundamental needs system. And I have a whole episode that Chelsea Joe came on the morning mama podcast and told us all about it. She kind of walks you through how to start it yourself. There's a free workbook you can get. So go and check that out. It's episode 76. And it's just going to give you a little bit more of a window into who Chelsea Joe is and what this is all about. Highly recommend it. Okay. So, you know, part of why I think I'm excited to share this with you is because currently my home is in absolute chaos. I mean, everything is currently very picked up and clean, which feels great. But there are also many boxes in my home and the wall is cut open and there is so much happening because we're in the middle of a move. There's a baby on the way. We found out this week we have a slab leak in our house. So, you know, there's just lots of fun chaos going around. And so I think part of why I'm excited to talk about this is because I'm going to kind of like live a little bit vicariously through you <laughs> as you get to implement these things and you get to step into being so prepared for the fall. I uh, can't quite do all of these things yet. We're moving in like a month and a half. And so right now it's just packing and organizing and purging and, and just preparing, buying some new stuff for the home. And so, uh, there's, there's some systems that I am going to have some systems in place, but they're going to be changing once we move. Cause I'm going to have new nooks and crannies to put things in. I'm going to have a new command wall. I'm going to have new backpack hooks, right? Like there's, there's so much that's going to be in transition. And so I can't fully solidify all of my plans, but I hope I can encourage you to, and please come tell me about it. And, you know, even just post pictures in the Facebook group, because even though it's not, you know, usually specifically for that, I would love to see it. And I'm going to, again, live vicariously through you. So thank you for that. Okay. So today I have like four and a half tips for you about how to prepare for school. I think preparation in anything is essential. You know, if we just hop in and, you know, just wing it we can make it and I'm sure we'll survive. But I know for me, the days that I do that, not even talking about the seasons or weeks or, or, you know, longer periods that I do that, but just the days that I do that, I am a lot more off. I feel scattered. I, I miss things. I, um, I'm, I'm in a worse mood. I snap at my kids more. And so in all things, I think preparation is so, so key and especially in this big transition of back to school. And I'm, I'm pretty new to this. Like my oldest is going to turn four in about a month. So we're very new. Like he started preschool two days a week last year, this year he's at three days a week. So, you know, I don't even know the fullness of all of this, but I'm still excited for it. And I'm pretending like I'm a full on like mom that's, you know, going back to school. Cause I just want to be part of the club. <laughs> And so it is a transition for our family, but I know for mo most families out there, it's an even bigger transition. It's a really big deal. Everything is changing. Your kids are gone every day, all day. And it's just, you know, such a big shift. So that's why we got to, we got to think about what's going to happen. We got to plan strategically to make this smooth and enjoyable. So the first thing that we got to do, this is going to seem so simple, but it's real is you got to get organized. Okay. Right. You can't start something new 
right? Whenever you start something new, you have new things coming into the house. You have new um, new systems you're having to figure out. We're going to talk about systems a little bit. You have new uh, just things to adjust to. And so if you're not already starting off organized, like we we're saying, you're going to fall behind. You're going to feel that chaos. You're going to not feel on top of things. And so now is the time to purge your little heart out. And I know everyone talks about like spring cleaning, but I feel like it should be like fall cleaning because this is the perfect time for it. You know, right before the holidays are coming, you know, as more toys are going to be coming in, decorations are going to be coming out. Obviously, school's about to start. So it's such a good time to get all of that excess stuff you don't need out of your house. And I've been doing this a lot over the past year. I've done like two or three different rounds of it. Oh man, I can't even tell you how much easier it is to breathe in our house. I have gotten rid of so many toys. You would not believe it. I I would not have believed it years ago, uh, but it is so freeing. We now have like a bin of Legos. We have a bin of random toys, like cars and babies and stuff like that. And then we have, you know, like a box of magnetiles and... I think that's about it. There's a few other things. There's some uh, a couple things in the kids' rooms. But before, it was like bins and bins and bins of things. And I've tried every different version of organizing them. Like I used to have every little thing in separate boxes. So if you wanted one toy, you had to pull out the specific box. And that would kind of work as long as you cleaned up as you went. And the problem often was when I would leave the house and someone else would be watching my kids, they would pull multiple bins out and then not know where to put them back. And so then I come home and there are four or five bins open everything's in different spots and it takes half an hour to put everything back in the correct bin. It was a nightmare. So I've been trying so many different things. I tried like a bin for each kid, but that just was still too much. And it was just so easy for, for the chaos to spread so easily throughout the house. And right now our playroom is like uh, directly connected to our dining room, which is directly connected to our kitchen. It's just like one long runway. And so all of those toys would slowly make their way into the kitchen, into the dining room. And it just was crazy. And so now, oh my goodness, it is so much easier to keep clean. It is unbelievable. And I feel lighter and freer. And hey, here's the thing. Like, I think what stops us a lot of times is guilt. Like we feel like we should, shouldn't, you know, deprive our kids of these toys or we feel guilty because someone gave them these toys. And so to touch on both of those for a minute, first of all, research shows that kids do so much better playing when they have far less toys. Like the, the, the less toys, the better they're going to be at independent and creative play. And so we're actually giving our kids a gift when we do this. We're helping them play better and longer and have more fun and be more creative. And doesn't everyone want that for their kids? And right, like it gives us some more freedom too, if they're playing independently. It's so great. And actually, like if you want some, you know, specific tips on what kind of toys to get, and I don't have all of these tips, but uh, my chiropractor told me one recently that I, I haven't gotten yet, but I'm really excited about it. So you can get excited with me. Maybe you're going to beat me to the punch and tell me how it goes. But she told me all about these silk scarves you can get. And they're like these silk play scarves and they can, you, you got to buy them with like these clips. So 
it's just so versatile. So they can make like them into capes and they can make forts out of them. And, you know, she's talking about how her kids made like a campfire by combining like a red and a yellow scarf. And right. So they can make these scarves into anything. And they are super like they lie so flat. They take up no room, obviously so easy to clean up and so creative. And so I'm really excited about those. I'm thinking like for Christmas, my kids are going to get some of those and um, really help they get their creative juices flowing. But I, I hope that gets you a little inspired and excited. Just try and like cut back on some toys and like take steps. You know, we've, we've done this in three or four different waves, two or three, whatever it was. And so we've slowly cut back and cut back and cut back. And now I feel so good. And so I'm just excited for what that's going to look like in the future and how we can get creative with what kind of toys we get for the kids and, and what all of that looks like. And obviously like birthday parties and Christmas, it can get complicated, but then, you know, you just get rid of some of the older toys. Like you don't have to just pile on more. You, you, you can give away the, the old ones, figure out what to do with them, right? Like you don't have to just keep adding on. And if you want more information about this kind of stuff, like I am not the expert in it, but there are tons of experts out there. I think Chelsea Joe unpacks it a lot. I know Ali Kazaza also has a lot of stuff in her book, and I think she has a podcast. Like there's there's so many resources out there to dig more into this idea of creative play and, and minimizing the toys that you have in your house. And in terms of family, I'm only gonna touch on it for a second because there's so many people that have far better resources regarding how to deal with family and gifts. But um, I think just in general, I talk a lot about the idea of family and boundaries and not allowing your family to dictate your, you know, your extended family to dictate how you run your present family, your, your family that, uh, that you're creating. And that takes some work to, to get to that point where you can be comfortable with that. But I believe that's the way God intends it. And we're not going to ever do things in a rude way and say, we don't want this and, you know, be rude about it. But we're going to work to communicate to our family, hey, this is this is why we're doing this. This is the goal. Hey, these are the kind of toys that would be really helpful in the future. Um, you know, maybe you could tell them about the silk scarves and maybe they're going to get so excited about it. Or maybe you just work with them to, to help them find some toys that you know your kids are really going to love and that they can be some of the few that you do have. Um, and yeah, there's so many, so much more to that. Um, but I think, yeah, go to the experts on that. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about families and boundaries around here again as the holidays are approaching. I know it's always a great time to talk about that. There are some episodes from last year around the holiday time when we talked about family and boundaries. So we'll, we'll continue that discussion. But for today, my encouragement to you is to purge. Not just the toys, like that was a big, you know, thing we just dove into, but all of the things you do not need excess in your house. There should be no clutter lying around. All of that steals from the peace that that God offers you. Like if, if you're feeling the chaos of motherhood, perch. Get rid of the clutter. Get rid of the excess. You don't need it. Go go, hang out with Chelsea Joe and Alec Azaza and all the other people because they'll tell you all about that. It's so good. Okay. My next, my next point for you as you prepare for going back to school is to figure out your priorities. So as you're preparing for the mornings and what that's going to look like, you need to figure out like, what is it do you want to happen in the morning? What do you want the morning to feel like? What do you want the morning to look like? 
I know for us lately, we've kind of gotten into a bad habit, you know, over the summer, there's not always a place to be, or it's not, it's been a little bit later, we have to be there. And so we're in this habit of kind of rushing around. And whenever we get into this place of just rushing around again, talk about mood, like my mood, I get more agitated. I get more irritable. Um, it's just a terrible way to start off the day. We're, we're all rushing. I'm, I'm having to, you know, snap at my kids more like, hurry up and do this. And they're just trying to put their shoes on. (laughs) And I know you can relate to me. I know you can. And so we know we don't like that. We know that doesn't feel good for anyone. But what do we want? What are our priorities? What do we want to get done in the morning? And so you need to map out things that you want. So here are some of mine. Um, For me, the things I need personally to make sure that I have in the morning to really to start the day right, to feel good, to feel on top of things, not behind, is one, is to have my time with God. I, every single day, need to have a time on the couch by myself with my Bible and my journal, and that is non-negotiable. Now, the amount of time can vary. You know, if it's a weekend day, I might get, you know, a full hour, hour and a half there. But if it's a, you know, a school day or a work day, then I might only have, you know, about 30 minutes. And so that that can shift. But that aspect of sitting on the couch with God is non-negotiable. The other thing that I need to have to really feel on top of things is to make sure I get a shower and get ready in the morning. Now, this can also vary a little bit. Like, you know, when I have my work days, I'm usually alone. I'm so pregnant. I just haven't been caring as much what I look like. So I'm great with like some shorts and a tank top and like bare minimum makeup. But for work days, when I go into the office with my church, I definitely want to feel a little bit more put together. I want to have all my makeup on, not like, you know, Sunday makeup, but enough makeup. And I want to have an outfit that's a little bit more put together. And so it just depends on the day, like how long that takes. And so I know my time maps for each of those But if I just wanted to simplify it even, you know, I could um, have just a general morning routine. You know, you don't have to be specific like I am doing. That's just, I'm just feeling lazy in this season. (laughs) I'm like, if I don't have to put on uh, mascara and do my eyebrows, then I feel so good. Um, But most of the time I do actually like to do that every day because I just feel better about myself. I go in more confident. But all that to say, those are the two things I personally need. I need my time with God and I need to get ready. Now, the things that I want, my priorities for my kids are a few things. So first of all, I kind of already talked about it, but no rushing. Like that we have a little bit of gap time. We have time for a little bit of snuggles when they first wake up. If they're feeling sleepy, we have time for a little bit of silliness. Like sometimes my kids are just trying to be silly and they're playing with each other. And I'm like, we don't have time for that. (laughs) Have you ever done that? (laughs) And so... I hate it. I hate being like that because it's like, I want them to be silly. I want them to play, but we're in a rush. We're running late. And so we, we lose that ability to just be present and allow them to just be kids and be silly. And so I want that gap time to allow for those little moments. Another thing that's really important to me is that we read a Bible story every morning and we aren't always perfect at this, but it's my goal every morning to, to pull out the kid's Bible and read through a story and it really does not take long at all. It's so quick. You know, even when we're like asking a couple questions afterwards and kind of talking about it, it's so quick. And so, but this is something that I really value to start every day with my kids. 
another little one that's kind of silly that I have is vitamins. I want to make sure I get my kids their vitamins. And, you know, my daughter is, um, you know, not able to have any like the chewable kind or anything. I'm sure there's some great vitamins out there that she could eat. I haven't done all the research, but right now she has a lot of liquid vitamins and there's like four different kinds and I have to put them in the spoon and it takes, it takes a couple of minutes to get it all going. And so days that we're in a rush, I, I skip the vitamins. So it's important to me to create that space for the vitamins. So you want to map out all these little things that matter that seem kind of silly, but to have a good day that I feel solid, I feel like I'm, I'm checking all the boxes. I, these are the things I need to have. And the last one is I want to have time to do the dishes. Now it's not always going to happen. You know, maybe if there's a tantrum when they wake up or maybe if they're, you know, really sleepy and they need an extra little cuddle there, we're not going to have time. But the goal is that I would have all the dishes done before we leave. Now, the next part of this question is, is, is related to this because the only way that that is possible, the only way that I can possibly have the, the sink cleared and every dish done is that I make sure that any other dishes from the previous day are done the night before. So that leads me to the next question, like part two of this, the same question or the same tip. And that's what do you need to do to make these things happen? Okay, so we have our priorities, right? My my personal priorities are Bible time and getting ready. My my priorities for my kids are no rushing, uh, Bible time, vitamins, and doing the dishes. So what do I need to do to allow for that to all happen in a morning? So again, the first one I just mentioned is have all the dishes done the night before. That is key. So you see how this all is about preparation, right? We're preparing the night before for the next day, and, and it's about getting into these routines, and again, if you want help with this, Chelsea Joe is amazing. Can't say it enough. Okay, another thing that I need to, in order to make these things happen is to have the laundry clean and put away. Because sometimes I get behind on the laundry and it's still in the laundry basket. It is clean, but it is in the laundry basket. And so I have to dig for a clean shirt for my son, which is silly. And it really only probably takes another 30 seconds to a minute, but all of that just sets you back and it all adds up and it adds stress and it adds chaos. And so in order to really have time to be silly, I need to make sure his clothes are folded in his drawer so we can pop it out in two seconds or he can even choose his own shirt. Okay. And another thing I need is I mean, need to make sure the house is picked up. If I am stepping over toys, if I am pushing things out of my way to try and get to the pathway to the bathroom or to my kids' rooms or to the kitchen, I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to be taking extra time. I'm going to be more frustrated, which means they're going to be more frustrated. It's just going to create this whirlwind of frustration. So the house needs to be picked up. I also need to have groceries in the house because if I'm scrambling, I don't have my easy go-to breakfast, which we're going to talk about in a minute, then it's going to take me an extra minute to try and figure out what am I going to cook for them this morning? What do we have? Oh, shoot. Okay. We only have eggs, which is great for them, but it's going to take a little longer because we don't usually make eggs on a school day. So, oh, here comes an extra, you know, five minutes and then five minutes of cleaning. And right. So it all starts to add up. I need to have groceries in the house. I also need to get up at a certain time and go to bed at a certain time, right? In order to have time for this, we need to wake up at a certain time in order to make these priorities happen. So you need to figure out that time. But that also means you need to be going to bed at that same time every night so that you get your eight hours. 
And let me tell you, every person, research has shown, every person needs eight hours. Even if you think you're one of those exceptions, I've met you, I've met you people, research tells us we all need eight hours. And if we're trying to be these peaceful moms that are not snapping at our kids and feel in control, then we need to be well rested. And let me tell you too, like when you start to get into those routines of going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time every day, you've probably heard it talked about. Like it's, it's the research is out there. It's so good for you. It helps you get better sleep. But let me tell you, I now have this internal alarm clock. I've been waking up at 630 the past, I don't know, um, five, five months. I don't know. Usually it's a little earlier than that, but that's been my routine lately. And now my my body alarm goes off at like usually like 628. It's so crazy before my alarm clock goes off. So I don't have to wake up to an alarm clock anymore because I'm getting that rest. My body knows when it's time to rest, when it's time to wake up. It is glorious. Okay. So that's part of one of the things I need in order to make those peaceful mornings happen. And you know, I didn't describe it earlier, but that's how I want my mornings to feel. I want them to feel connected. I want them to feel peaceful. I want them to feel joy-filled and hopeful about the day, like excited instead of, right, like the chaos and the dread and the anxiety and the uh, how are we going to make it all happen and what am I going to forget, right? It's such a different feeling. And so these are all of the things I need to do in order to make that happen. The last one I want to mention in this category is that you need to have a system for breakfast and for kids' lunches. So this is one of the things I need in order to get that peaceful morning in order to get all of those things in is that I am not every day reinventing what we're going to have for breakfast. No, 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 no. And there's not a menu. The children do not get to choose. Uh, what would you like? Uh, scrambled eggs or uh, zucchini bread or um, a quiche? What, what can I make for you this morning? Those are all great options. I'm just saying that they get, sometimes I'll give them two choices. I'm like, okay, do you want oatmeal or do you want yogurt? Like, you know, if we have a lot of time, I'll say, if you want eggs, you know, so it depends. But I have a system. We have a healthy go-to breakfast every day, usually for my kids. And I'm sure it could be healthier, but this is where we're at. Usually for them, it's yogurt. It's like a whole milk yogurt, um, full fat. It's organic. Uh, there's no sugar added to it. So it's, it's good, solid yogurt that's good for them. It has probiotics in it. It has healthy fats in it. It has protein in it. It's getting their day started with all the right things. So they have a bowl of that with fresh blueberries and uh, granola. Usually it's the one I can find that has the highest amount of protein and the least amount of sugar in it. So that's what they usually have. And they love it. And sometimes after months of this, they'll get really sick of it and they kind of just stop eating it. And so I'm like tossing out tons of yogurt every day. And so I have to switch it up then and find like a new go-to. But you do not need to reinvent this every day. And then for me, I have the same thing. I have a smoothie. This is actually I learned from Chelsea Joe. It's like super healthy, super quick, get my protein, get my veggies, my fruits, all the things I need, my healthy fats. It's amazing. Okay, so those are all of the things I need to prepare in advance in order to have these successful mornings. Same with the lunches. I have a system for lunches. I have, you know, certain proteins I throw in there, certain um, veggies, certain fats. You know, I have like a system of what that looks like. I'm not reinventing the lunch every day and getting crazy up in here. So once you figure out what your priorities for the morning are, 
and you figure out what you need to do to make that happen, the next step that you need to take is to figure out your schedule. So we just talked kind of a little bit about setting that wake up time and setting the bedtime, but figure out like how much time do you really need in the morning? And now is the perfect time to do this because you, you know, for most of us, or I don't know how, what percentage for some of us, we haven't started school yet. And so there is time for some flex. We're not on this tight agenda. You know, maybe you could practice on the weekends, but time yourself, figure out how much time you really need to do all of these things well, leave a little bit of gap and work back from there. Figure out what time you need to get up, figure out what time you need to get the kids up and, and create that schedule. And, and you can do this by kind of piecing apart each item, figuring out how long it takes you to get ready, figuring out how long it takes you to make their lunches, figuring out how long it takes you to get them dressed, all of these things. And when you create the schedule, you do not need a minute by minute schedule. I'm like, oh, we're running late. We're two minutes behind to put on your underwear. But this is just to like get a general feel of how much time you need overall. And then you just have a block. Okay. This is the morning routine and you don't have to minute by minute out. Chelsea Joe again can tell you all about how to do this. So create your schedule, figure out what time you need to be in the car to make it to school. So you're not dragging your kids in. I don't know what age your kids are, but some days when my son is late, I'm like dragging him by the hand. I'm holding my daughter. We're like clumsily walking as quickly as we can through his campus to get him to his preschool on time. So what, what time do you need to get there to not do that, to let you all saunter in at your own rate and to, to look at the people around and people watching for him to ask eight questions, you know, before you get out of the car, how much time do you need for all of that to happen? So set your schedule. And then the last thing is you need to figure out your systems. And we kind of already talked about some of these systems, like the, there's a system for the lunch and a system for waking up. But you really also need to make sure you have systems for after school and what that looks like. So system is simply like, when this happens, I do this. So when your kids come in the door, where do their backpacks go? Where do their shoes go? Where does their homework go? Where do their lunch boxes go? And you should not just know this. Your kids also need to know this so they can then follow the system. If they're old enough to go to school, they're old enough to follow the system. It might take a minute. It might take some coaching. But if you are consistent with them, they will get the system. And so now every day when they come home, everything is not heaped by the door. Their lunch boxes are in the cupboard where they belong. The trash is thrown out of them. Their backpacks are hung in the right spot. Their shoes are placed in the right place. There is a system to continue this so that then you set yourself up for the next day, right? Then you're set up to make that morning peaceful the next day. You see how these things just all flow together? Okay. I hope that gives you some excitement, some inspiration. Again, said it eight times, but Chelsea Joe, check out her podcast, Systemize Your Life. Encourage you to hop into the academy. It's a game changer. She can really, because, you know, hearing me talk about this, this is great. And some of you can latch onto that and be like, yes, I know how to do this. I know how to implement this. I got this. I'm going to run with it. And that's awesome. Some of you, though, need like some handholding, need someone to help you take each step so you know exactly what to do and how to implement this in your life. And for those of you that were like me, <laughs> the Academy is that spot. And she is going to help you with every detail of these kind of things and even more to really get that not just peaceful mornings, but peaceful home. So go check it all out. 
happy back to school. I'm so stoked for you. Let me pray. God, I thank you for these mamas. I thank you for this new season, God, for fall and for school and for change. And I just, I am here for it, God. I just pray for every mama, God, that you would just show her the next steps you have for her, God. Help her to to create that peaceful home that she desires, God. And uh, just give her the courage and the tenacity to see this through, to figure out how to how to follow these kind of systems in order, in order to create this space for herself and for her kids. And we just love you. We thank you that you're a God of order. So you're all about this kind of stuff. And we just uh, are so grateful for how you're leading and guiding us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Thank you.